Welcome to SickCast, brought to you by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path. Good fate, welcome to the SickCast. In this episode, we're going to be continuing our series called The Persian Voice in the Guru Granth Sahib. Our researcher, Asha Marie Gaur, will be taking a close look at a Shabbat by Guru Arjan Sahib to discuss its Persian influences. But before that, here is the Shabbat recited by Parminder Kaur Chanana. Satnam Vaheguru Sahib Ji Maharu Mahala Panjama Alla Agam Kudai Pande Chod Khyal Dunia Ke Dande Allah agam khudai bande, chhod khyal dunia ke dhande. Hoi pekhaak fakir musafar, eho darwez kabool dara. Sach nivaz, yakin musla, man samar nivar asa. तेहे मसीत मन मोलाना कलम खुदाई पाक खरा सरासरयत लै कमावो तरीकत तरक खोज टोलावो मार फत मन मारो अबदाला मिलो हकीकत जित फिर ना मारा Quran Kateb Dil Mahe Kamahi Das Orat Rakho Bad Rahi Panj Marad Siddhak Laibado Khair Saburi Kabool Para Makka Mir Roza Pekhaka Visit Peer Lafaz Kamaye Andaza Noor Noor Musk Khudaya Bandgi Alle Ala Huzra Sach Kamawe Soi Kaji Jo Dil Sode Soi Haji So Mulla Mal On Nivare So Darwes Jis Sifat Dara Sabbe vakhat sabbe kar vela Khalik yaad dile mein mola Tasbi yaad karo tas mardan Sunat seel bandhan bara Dil mein jano sab filhala Khil khana biradar hammu janjala Meer Malak Umre Fanaya Ek Mukam Khudai Dara Aval Sifat Duji Saburi Tije Halemi Chote Kari Panjwe Panje Ekat Mukame E Panjwakat Tere Upper Para 
ਸਗਲੀ ਜਾਨ ਕਰੋ ਮੋਤੀ ਫਾ ਬਦ ਅਮਲ ਛੋੜ ਕਰੋ ਹਤ ਕੁਜਾ ਖੁਦਾਏ ਏਕ ਬੁਜ ਦੇਵੋ ਬਾਂਗਾ ਬੁਰਗ ਬਰ ਖੁਰਦਾਰ ਖਰਾ ਹਕ ਹਲਾਲ ਬਖੋਰੋ ਖਾਣਾ ਦਿਲ ਦਰਿਆਵ ਤੋਵੋ ਮੈਲਾਨਾ ਪੀਰ ਪਛਾਣੇ ਬਿਸਤੀ ਸੋਈ ਅਜਰਾਇਲ ਨਾ ਤੋਜ ਠਰਾ ਕਾਇਆ ਕਿਰਦਾਰ ਔਰਤ ਯਕੀਨਾ ਰੰਗ ਤਮਾਸੇ ਮਾਨ ਹਕੀਨਾ ਨਾ ਪਾਕ ਪਾਕ ਕਰ ਹਦੂਰ ਹਦੀਸਾ ਸਾਬਤ ਸੂਰਤ ਦਸਤਾਰ ਸਿਰਾ ਮੁਸਲਮਾਨ ਮੋਮ ਦਿਲ ਹੋਵੇ ਅੰਤਰ ਕੀ ਮਲ ਦਿਲ ਤੇ ਧੋਵੇ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਰੰਗ ਨਾ ਆਵੇ ਨੇੜੇ ਜਿਉ ਹੁਕਮ ਪਾਟ ਕਿਉ ਪਾਕ ਹਰਾ ਜਾਕੋ ਮਿਹਰ ਮਿਹਰ ਮਿਹਰਵਾਨਾ ਸੋਈ ਮਰਦ ਮਰਦ ਮਰਦਾਨਾ ਸੋਈ ਸੇਖ ਮਸਾਇਕ ਹਾਜੀ ਸੋ ਬੰਦਾ ਜਿਸ ਨਜ਼ਰ ਨਰਾ ਕੁਦਰਤ ਕਾਦਰ ਕਰਨ ਕਰੀਮਾ ਸਿਫਤ ਮੁਹੱਬਤ ਅਥਾਹ ਰਹੀਮਾ ਹਕ ਹੁਕਮ ਸੱਚ ਖੁਦਾਇਆ ਪੁਜ ਨਾਨਕ ਬੰਦ ਖਲਾਸ ਤਰਾ ਹਕ ਹੁਕਮ ਸੱਚ ਖੁਦਾਇਆ ਪੁਜ ਨਾਨਕ ਬੰਦ ਖਲਾਸ ਤਰਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕਾ ਖਾਲਸਾ ਵਾਹਿਗੁਰੂ ਜੀ ਕੀ ਫਤਿਹ O servant of the unattainable This Shabad revealed in Rag Maru by Guru Arjan Sahib uses a high degree of Persian terminology in order to illuminate a reflection on Islamic practice Aspects of the Sufi path to the, to the divine are called upon and reimagined in particular As this is a longer Shabad it is helpful to reflect on the messages here in stages as there are particular emphases from beginning to end For the sake of uncovering the overlooked intricacies of the Persian voice in the Guru Granth Sahib, words brought into historic South Asian and Sikh lexicon via the spread of the Persian language will be elaborated on in particular. The first lines offer a call for humility, grounding, and reframing. Guru Arjan Sahib calls out to all of us, the bande or servants of Khuda, the Persian term for the creator of Allah, the arabic and islamic term for the creator who is agam meaning unattainable in sanskrit he calls for the abandonment of khial or illusory imaginations which tie us to what we fail to perceive as a fleeting world or dunya it is time to take our perception of self down a notch so to speak and to embody the humility not just of the humble traveling dervish or sufi saint but the dust that lies upon their feet with this degree of humility we flow into the path of the creator and we are kabul or accepted at the creator's door now that a new framing has been established guru arjan sahib shifts into a reflection on how one may orient their practice speaking here in an islamic context that would resonate with muslim audiences of the era 
He speaks of the musala or prayer space, of Mecca, of roja or fasting, of the religious teacher or molana. Guru Arjan Sahib invokes aspects of Islam as a whole, such as Sharia, in addition to particular frameworks that Sufis use to guide their path to the divine. For Sufis, Sharia is the body of knowledge that the entirety of the Islamic public is to be aware of, and therefore the starting stage in the process of full access to the divine. The next stage is to become versed in the knowledge provided by a tariqat or Sufi order, where a murshid conveys knowledge only comprehensible by a select, learned few. This allows the development of the third stage, or hakikat, which is knowledge that stems directly from the divine source. Once a Sufi reaches the fourth or final stage of marfat, spiritual truth flows naturally and no longer has to be actively sought, for the immersion in the divine is so complete that each action and each word spoken is a blissful experience. The Sufi intention to become so immersed in oneness that each experience is blissful is one that fits within the Sikh paradigm. However, in Sikh practice, there is no divide between knowledge that is publicly or privately available. One needs no master or teacher besides the Guru, and the Guru is available to all. Furthermore, there is no hierarchy that delineates the steps of being further or closer to the divine. Everything in Sikhi is a matter of orientation. A path is chiseled out and formed when one chooses the way of the Guru day in and day out. Repetition or knowledge of texts does not inherently reorient. One must choose to absorb messages in their heart. A practice only carries meaning if it forms an orientation toward oneness. Guru Arjan Sahib speaks of the importance of an acute awareness of the ten feminine senses, the five masculine vices, of maintaining khair or benevolence, sabri or patience, and of focusing not just on far-flung mental images of Mecca or a paradise in the afterlife, but on the immediacy of sun, light, and fragrance all around us, all formed by Allah. The next repeated message is to remember that man-made authority can be misleading. The Haji who has been to Mecca and the Qazi who is versed in Islamic legal scholarship may purport to have divine authority, but their words are meaningless if they are not committed to practicing truth or searching and purifying their own heart at every time or vakt. There is a shift away from external symbols again, such as the tasbih or rosary, and toward internal work, in this case working on bridling one's vices. Regarding man-made authority and power structures, Guru Arjan Sahib says, you must know that these clans, these brothers, these headmen or mir, these malak or rulers, these omre or nobles, they are all fani. They are temporary, fleeting, mortal. They are janjal, a loud, busy, noisy distraction from that which is true and eternal. Mukam in Sufism is a spiritual destination one that cannot be taken away. Guru Arjan Sahib reminds us that the only Mukam is the creator itself. 
The only servitude or bandagi we should submit to is that of the creator. Guru Arjun Sahib then speaks again on reframing sets of prescribed practices as sets of values. Aval, first, one absorbs sifat, or the attributes of the divine, through the act of praising the divine. Second, there is a call to absorb sabri, or patience, a principle invoked regularly in Islam as well. In essence, all of one's maudifa, which stems from the word vazifa or duty, can be inscribed in values rather than rituals. One need not wait for the call to prayer or the bang to hear the divine. One does not need to rely on a man-made instrument or a bug, which is a Persian word for trumpet. We are surrounded by spiritual knowledge and riches at all times and can experience a state of being bahurad, or prosperous. When we are so immersed that haq, or righteous truth, becomes the food we consume, or bahare, when the darya, or ocean, of the divine washes over the pollution of our mind, we can attain a state of beheshti, or heaven, while still living. We can live in the wondrous tamasha of divine truth and live in a vastness that extends far beyond the confines of the hadiths, the secondary texts in Islam, or the dastar, which here specifically refers to the Islamic turban worn by the learned. This vastness renders man-made authority insignificant. Within this new orientation, the ego is eradicated, values are pak or pure, and we are no longer guided by fear. Fear of death is at the root of many acts of wrongdoing by humans. But once this fear is let go, the need for the threat of retribution melts away as well. This liberation from fear and dozak or hell is represented by a reference to Azrael, the angel of death in the Abrahamic faiths. Guru Arjan Sahib lived and sacrificed his life in service of the Sikh path, yet he affirms that should one continue to live by the Muslim path, all the wisdom revealed here remains accessible. He tells his audience that a true Muslim is one that is kind-hearted and pure, one that stays unbothered like the flowers and greenery, and unaffected by distracting temptations. The creator is omnipotent through the ultimate creative power or kudrat and performs endless karim or grace to all, as we are all manifestations of ikonkar. One must simply choose to give this ever-present grace the appropriate najari or nazari or consideration. The praise or sifat and love, mahabbat, of the compassionate, the rahim, creator, are unfathomable. Should we work tirelessly to attune and orient ourselves to the hukum? or true command, our bondage we feel in this heavy world will be finished. You are listening to Sick Cast by Sick Research Institute, illuminating every path.